This podcast is rated off for realness. Explicit fucking content. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Basement Bookers Podcast. It's your boy, Basement Jaron Richter Riz, here on the Christmas day after edition. Everybody's got things to do. We're not going to leave you hanging. This is a Merry Christmas mini-sode of the Basement Bookers Podcast. In your news rumors and, you know, what little is or what all is happening uh, this week. So, Rich, why don't you do that? Thanks, Jared. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas to our tribal chief, who I would like to acknowledge, Roman Reigns, for granting us this platform. Now, to hit the news real quick, uh, first bit of news uh, is some sad news. I personally don't remember this guy, but this was like early on, like mid-80s, so like my memory was especially spotty for then. But uh, Corporal Kircher passed away this week at the age of 64 of a heart attack. Uh, he was best known for his feud with Nikita Koloff, which culminated in a flag match at WrestleMania 2, which he won. That's crazy. I think they made a mistake and said he was dead earlier. Yeah, it was like 2006 or 16. I saw that, but I didn't really exactly commit to memory. Uh, it took WWE like almost two weeks to to file a retraction like his mo- his mother saw the report called him he's like well well that's not true so then he called wwe or f might have been, no it was wwe at the time and um got them to fix it but i don't know what what took so long oh well there you have it yeah now now he's really dead which isn't <laughs> good but yeah now, well, would, now we know which is definitely more unfortunate than being rumored to be dead did anybody call him to make sure? I didn't. Oh, I, I, I hope I, I hope his mom did. All right, then. Um, I got to interrupt this real quick because Seth posted at 7.09, Merry COVID Christmas to me. I love football. So oh. I don't know if that means he's got COVID or what, but it sounds it's a weird <sighs> thing to tweet out. So he oh, might I, have COVID. I hope Seth doesn't have COVID. That would be terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right, let's move on from the terrible news. According to DDP, he and Jake Roberts are set to launch their own podcasts alongside the guy with all the wrestling podcasts except for this one. Your boy. Your boy, Conrad Thompson. I don't care how hungry I am. I will never be friends with Conrad Thompson (laughs) unless he wants to produce this podcast and make us rich. Yeah, which we are fully open to. Conrad, hit us up. Basinbookers at gmail.com. You know all the socials. Uh, I was going to send you this link, didn't get a chance to, but PWInsider.com is reporting that Vince McMahon is selling his mansion for $32 million, which they say he bought in... Shit, I have a typo here. I don't know if it's supposed to be 2014 or 2017. I think 2014. For $11.8 million, so he's set to make like $20 million on it. This thing, it doesn't say how many rooms it has. It says six bedroom, seven bath five half baths so it's a mcmansion in name only yeah it's a real mansion it's a real ma- they they're still calling it a single family house i would call it a vince mcmansion uh, i like if that's a single family house that's like uh, uh 
one of those families that have like multiple wives. Or the clumps. They're just really fat people. Could and be. They need all that room. Because, I mean, at that point, you can't really fit more than two of them in a room. I guess so. The, the clumps were some big people. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to post this to uh, the Facebook later because I want to look through some some of the pictures of this place. To say, like, okay, well, at least for me, like, sprawling is the word I'd use. It's 10, 10 acres, 435,000 square feet. Yeah, well, you know how I live. Uh, I'd die happy there. Somewhere there, yes. <laughs> it might take a while to find you. Yeah, um, probably. Yeah. Um, and last bit of news for the moment. Uh, FightfulSelect.com know that Tommy Dreamer is back at work for Impact after being suspended for his comments on Dark Side of the Ring regarding the Ric Flair helicopter incident. He shouldn't have been suspended anyway. It's so silly. Well, you know. I think it's one of those lip service things. We're going we're gonna, to take some time off. You'll come back and no one's going to care. It's like, go take a vacation, but we're not paying for it. That we know of. Right. Like, they could just say whatever. Yeah. It's, like I like I probably mentioned then, it's got to be to keep the sponsors happy. Sure. That's got to be what it is. That's all the news for now. Uh, a couple things I wanted to touch on. Um, apparently, and like, we, we had talked about with... How Joe Gacy facing Roger Strong for the uh, Cruiserweight Championship. How giving Joe Gacy the title, the championship, would have been easy way for them to just get rid of the weight class and maybe, or and rename the belt. Apparently, they are unifying the Cruiserweight Championship with the North American Championship at New Year's Evil. Oh, good. They like they they mentioned it on. NXT this week, but only in passing. And I'm like, a title unification is a pr- can be a pretty big deal. I mean, it's the it's the cruise it's the cruiserweight championship. It doesn't really mean anything anymore, right? But and we right? know that. But right, I feel like they could have just made another a different title. I don't think they necessarily needed to merge it with the North American title. Maybe, you know, being just a two, one two-hour show a week, they felt they didn't need a third Yeah, I don't see title. why you need three titles, three men's titles for yeah. that show. Yeah, so I get that, but, I mean, at least, like, string it along a little bit by, you know, you give it to Joe Gacy, you call it the, uh, what were you, the oh, the Inclusivity Championship? Something stupid like that. Yeah, where he where he would face anyone, women, or whatever. Yeah, but they're a publicly traded company, so anything like that'll be a stupid match. Like you can't even touch them. Like, what are we gonna do here? Even if it is Joe Gacy, he's still a man. Yeah, I, I guess think. I I guess that would have been they would have painted themselves into a corner a bit much with that. Yeah, because then it's gonna be like, well, you say it's all inclusive, but it's only dudes. Yeah. Well, whatever. That is the thing that's happening. And speaking of championships, um, I was a little surprised that 
Cody won the TNT title this week. I I had it spoiled because stupid me decided to scroll social media on Saturday. I'm like, oh, you know, what's going on? Ah, crap. I did too. I'm a bigger idiot. I got to stay off because of Spider-Man. I haven't seen it yet. I'm going on Friday. And mm. It's like really late. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I, uh, you know, it's, it's Cody, you know, and I don't know, maybe there's a, like a reason for it. Like, I don't know why you're going to take it off of the kid to give it to Cody. I mean, nobody likes him. So I don't know. And they're never going to turn him heel. I I feel like. I feel like the crowd is turned. Like, he might not be turning, but the crowd is turned on him. I don't necessarily think that uh, because watching the match, it was not. It was mostly let's go Cody and Cody sucks. It's John Cena. So, I. And Cena never turned heel. I thought. I thought. I thought they were saying let's go Sammy. Cody oh, sucks. no. No. It okay. was a lot of let's go Cody. Cody sucks. Hmm. Uh, in there might that probably some let's go Sammy's also but there's a lot of that for Cody hmm. so you know I mean I don't care if if he's gonna be the champion sure I it just feels like they're just gonna want, want to inflate his numbers mm-hmm. like he's not even gonna be the greatest uh, TNT championship that's Brody Lee so yeah. I don't know what they're doing with this like what does that do? Don't don't say it's like oh it's a tribute to Brody that Cody would win the belt. It's absolutely not. It's not not right? in the least. It's Cody, you know, it's a EVP giving himself a belt again. It's like whatever. Yeah, Bro- Brody would have wanted Sammy to go over in that match. Yeah, I, feel I don't like. know. Maybe it was to humble Sammy to like you know show him. That he needs to, you know, get, like, he underestimated Cody. Like, it's a life lesson for, like, a young kid. Or Mm. would it be better for Hook to beat Cody than it is to beat Sammy for the TNT Championship? You think they line Hook up already? I think, I look, I don't. I'm not one of them. I'm not there, but it, the reaction seems to be from the crowd that like this kid is over. So, and TNT, I mean TNT. AEW's not good at <laughs> like, you know, like there's stuff where they like they do good, very good like taking their time with the AEW World Championship and Hangman. Mm-hmm. But like they're going to blow their load with this kid early. Because the guy he wrestled, like, that was a bigger guy. Mm-hmm. But it made it look like this kid's, like, really tough. And, it, and you could tell, by the way, the announcers talk about him. Obviously, Tad's is his father. But, like, how, like, he's just really strong, I guess. And, you know, he, they're going to they're gonna make, and since he's selling, like, a lot of merch... You know, mm-hmm. why not? Yeah, he he took a some kind of really impact. What was it? it was like a pile driver or something, and he just stood up. I'm like, I I get trying to make you look strong, but that's m- making you look like indestructible. That's like a no sell, pretty much. Yeah, 
for that. Like, at least... Like, he was selling. There was bits where, like, he's in the corner, and I think he's... The guy's got Bronson in his name. I don't know. Like yeah, Bear right Bronson. That was it. That's a great name. Uh, so I don't know. I don't even know the other Bear guy. I don't know. Maybe it's Bear Johnson. But he is <laughs> like he's striking him in the corner and he's selling it mm-hmm. like he's getting hurt. So it's not like he's indestructible. Like he was selling, but that sell not selling that move was kind of odd. Yeah, um, but he. I, you know, it's his second match, mm-hmm. you know, so take that into account. But, uh, I mean, obviously the kid's going to be a big star from, like, the reactions for whatever reason. Yeah, but what you what you just said is a point I want to touch on. It's his second match. Yeah. Now, the AEW system is different from old school wrestling and the indies and everything where there's a concept. It's clearly very different from having a concept of paying your dues. Right? Like, Jade Cargill, Red Velvet, both very new and were pushed pretty hard until they, like, fell flat on the face a few times. Literally, in um, Red Velvet's case. Um, Hook, I feel... To no-sell that, unless he was told, don't sell it, That that's that's showing some inexperience there. If he was told that, I questioned the person that told him that to do to do that. Yeah, I think you know, I'm not I'm making a lot of assumptions here, but his father is Taz. So I don't think that was done on his own. I think that's the way they structured the match. Yeah. So can't re- as far as we know, we can't actually blame him for that, but we don't know who to blame for that. Um, I, I think in particular that one specific spot was the biggest mistake of his career so far. Yes, his, his two-match career. Right. His illustrious but, two-match career. Right. But that's saying something. He's had a short career, and that like that's not even a huge mistake. Doing what you're told is always going to be the right thing to do. It's just what he was told was wrong. I think they could have told more of a story with it. You know, have him... Selling the neck and still continuing the match. Showing toughness. That's different from invincibility. You're trying to sell me on invincibility and I'm not buying it. If he's selling the neck, if he's showing that the neck hurts, but he can still pull off moves, that's showing toughness. That's showing that he's in pain, but he can block it out and hit these moves and beat this guy that's three times his weight or whatever. Yeah, I don't remember him doing any selling leaving the match either so yeah that's that's kind of like i feel like that's an indie thing to no sell a big move and just you know like keep walking walk away from it yeah but it bugged me but as far as the rest of his in-ring work his offense i like i really like his style he has a unique style um he incorporates some some different styles and i like it jim Cornette did point out that some of his cross faces flat out missed last week yeah uh, it's better this week i think mm-hmm. um like it's very methodical he's standing behind him and he's hitting him with his arm mm-hmm. and he's lining it up like perfectly so yeah. i thought that was like i watched the match through mm-hmm. so 
That's something. Yeah, so improvement is always good. Um, sure. Like, I'm not... I'm, I'm behind Hook. I want to see him succeed. He's, like... he. I'd say 8 out of 10 so far, as far as his work. Yeah, sometimes I watch AEW and I'm like, do the people that are, like, really ride-or-die marks, like, actually watching the wrestling that's happening... Or do they just like the people? Mm-hmm. Because sometimes I'll watch a match and I'll be like, this isn't great. Yeah. <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. This is just a bunch of these, like, I guess if you're like a fan of that, like, indie, like, backyard shit, sure. Mm-hmm. You know, not as an insult to anybody. People like different things. But I just, I, I don't know. I think it could be a lot of it is, you know, we like this thing because whatever. You know, we like seeing kicks and slaps of the thigh or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, to get back to talking about Sammy, because that, that's where this came from. Um, a couple of rumors going around. Uh, there's one, or maybe it's not rumor, but speculation that he dro- uh, dropped the title to Cody because, like, he has heat backstage again. Wow, heat backstage for what? Do you uh, think? Th- th- I I wouldn't know. the The last time, it, if you remember, it was uh, something messed up. He said about Sasha Banks. Yeah, right. Um, covered on a past episode of the Facebook's podcast. You could find it somewhere. Episode whatever. Yeah, there you go. And. Uh, so he he took time off. They they sent him to sensitivity training, and he came back. And obviously, you know, he they kind of put the rocket on him. But like this was only his fourth title defense. Four. Wow. I you know it could be that maybe it's not as good as they think. Maybe Tony Khan was trying to get some of that Ty Conti. You know. Mm. Uh, I don't know any truth of that, but uh, it seems kind of obvious. You know, I, I wanted to mention that because we didn't talk about that last week because we don't really care about that stuff too much. As you've pointed out many times. <laughs> what? That, 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 that you don't care about relation, uh, wrestlers' relationships. Yeah, it's just that when you bring it to the squared circle... Then you 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 open the door, mm-hmm. like don't propose to like this girl in a wrestling ring, mm-hmm. and then expect no one's gonna bother you. Yeah, when you drop them, and it's uh, like I don't know what the truth is. Like I said, I don't know, so I don't care. Mm-hmm. It's none of my business. But you made it the business. Like she deleted her Twitter because people are mad at her. Like it's her fault when it's like. It takes two to tango, and it's none of your fucking business anyway. But he can't, and when he's like, you know, whatever, it's none of your business. Well, it's like, no, you put it out there. Don't bring your IRL shit, and no, you know, you open the door. Really, mm-hmm. just keep it to yourself. Like, do your proposal. Like, I don't know, not taking up TV time or whatever. I don't care. Yeah. Well, or first after off- wherever. I don't know. First off, I imagine it's tough being famous. I could tell I could tell you with all sincerity, it's tough not being famous. But I you can know, imagine I'm pretty it's pretty famous Richter is, and uh I agree. 
but uh, yeah, I can I can imagine it, it's it's more difficult. And so proposing to his girlfriend in the ring, I'm sure that was like a great moment, something he like always dreamed of doing. I'm sure he didn't dream of months later breaking up with her. Yeah, but no, here's the thing. He's a little shit. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that, he's very young and has no business. Okay, strike one, you're young. Strike two, you're famous. Strike three, I, I think women might find him attractive. Those are the three things. Mm-hmm. You can't be proposing at that young age. It doesn't mean anything. You don't mean that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got this key to the city with your, you know, with your dick. You know, you're out there, you know, doing whatever. You're not going to stick to that. Mm-hmm. It's like a Hollywood marriage, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, you're not thinking. You're not, you, you're like, oh, this is this is pretty romantic. I'm going to do this. I'm a real grown-up. And then, you know, maybe she's like, yeah, you're a piece of shit, you know, and dumps his ass. Who knows? It could be, you know, she didn't want to be with him. Who knows? Yeah, like. It could I, be anything, I, but like, I, like. All the time, they're like in pictures together, and it's weird. So it's like, there's definitely something there. Not mm-hmm. that there's anything wrong with that, or it's my business, but it's like, keep your shit away from everybody else. You don't have to worry about that. Mm-hmm. Man. So he, Sammy Guevara, went on social media and said, basically made two points. One, that he and his ex fiance actually broke up in October. And Interesting. So, so you know more about this than I do. Yeah, I I, I saw this earlier today. Uh, he said that he and his fiance broke up in October, and so I don't know when the pictures with him and Ty Conti started, but his his point there was basically, you know, you don't know you don't know the whole story because we broke up in October, so you know you have no idea when this started if this even started. So yeah. far, it's still just a rumor. I think it started. I think it started. Uh, not that, you know, like I said, whatever. Like what two, like almost adults want to do, whatever. I don't know how old she is, but I know they're both young people, I guess, I would hope. Um, well, they're whatever. both in their 20s. Yeah, it's like, like, I, like, look, you're in your 20s. You can't be proposing marriage. You're famous. You know? And you look like, like that. Exactly. Like, what mm-hmm. are you even doing? Yeah. Like, that's, you don't have... And I, I, I'd like to think that, and it's, I guess, like, if it's true what you say, that, that he may have heat backstage, you obviously don't have someone in your ear telling you, hey, maybe this isn't a good idea. Yeah. Or maybe you shouldn't do X, you know? Mm-hmm. That's all. Or X. Definitely don't do X. Don't, don't do X. And, and don't do your X. Sure. I mean, it depends. Like, if you're not doing anything, if you're mm-hmm. not doing anything and it's been a long time, maybe, you know, maybe some things need to be settled and you, you got to settle it in the ring, uh, the uh, rectangular circle or whatever. I don't know. Anyway, whatever you want to do. So I th- I think that's four of the five youngest members of the AEW roster, four, four of the six youngest are all hooked up. Gene. Sure, for now. Yeah, Jungle Boy, Anna Jay, Ty Conti, and Sammy Guevara, allegedly. The other two youngest, I believe, are um, oh uh, Julia Hart and Red Velvet. She might be young. Wait. Julia Hart and Red Velvet together? 
No, no, no. I'm saying, oh. no, I'm saying as the the other two of the youngest six that I can think of offhand. Oh, I was gonna say breaking news. I never heard of this. This is crazy. I like. I'd watch that. Not because there's anything wrong with that. Not in the least. No, of course not. You could put that on OnlyFans. Sure, sure. Ah, uh, <laughs> all right. The last thing I want to talk about is the current stage of the head of the table. Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar storyline with the firing of Paul Heyman. Sure. This is playing out so well. This is, so far, I gotta say, definitely the storyline of the year for all companies. Sure. I mean, right now, it's kind of like the storyline from the third Rocky movie where, you know, uh, Rocky's coach, you know, he's putting him in matches, and I'm not saying this is what happened, but basically he's been putting him in matches in, with Hammeneggers mm-hmm. you know, to protect him from the Mr. T character. Because mm-hmm. he doesn't think he can beat him. That kind of deal. Okay. But it's like in that movie, if Rocky punched his elderly manager in the face, you know, mm-hmm. but he actually wound up dying in that movie. Um, but anyway, Mickey, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I, it kind of feels like that a little bit. I, I saw the interview. And I'm like, this is a trick. This is all a trick. I don't believe any of this. Yeah. There's something up. Yeah. I don't, I don't agree with this. Like the way they're making it. It's like, no, he's definitely going to be on Roman's side. It's going to look like he's with Brock and then he's going to turn the tables on him. Everything about Paul Heyman's on-screen character career tells me that, like, more than anything else, this is a work. Something is going on. There is more to the story. A hundred percent. There's only one way that that Heyman works. If he's going to switch allegiances, is him turning on you. Mm -hmm. Like when he turned on Brock for the big show for whatever reason. Yep. You know, like things like that. It's always going to be that. It's not going to be him being turned on. That's not how it works. He's a dirty, rotten snake. Mm-hmm. This is this is all part of the plan, I think. They're working Brock. Sure, yeah, because he thinks that he's working them with that whole ask my advocate, blah, 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 but it's the opposite. At least so, that's what I think. So it's like, in a way, lulling Brock into this false sense of security. Letting him I mean, what you like, hmm? When you're Brock Lesnar, do you really need to be, and do you really have to be lulled into a false sense of security? No. I mean, he seems really secure. Incredibly secure. Yeah. That's the only only thing I disagree on. With that. Well, I think they're sort of maybe not, but 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 again, keep in mind, face Brock is a little different. As all as all face monsters are different. Yeah, but he's still Brock Lesnar. Yes. You know, you can't forget that part. Mm-hmm. You know, just because he look, looks like an adorable farmer now, you, you kind of can't forget that he murders things, uh, you know, for fun. And it's what he enjoys is hunting. So he would hunt a man. In his spare time, he regularly has the blood of other things on him. Sure. You know, and it's it's he enjoys it very much. Yeah. So this is definitely the most compelling storyline, the most consistently compelling storyline. 
Yeah, I like that. I like it. It's it's really the only storyline. Yeah, I'd say I'd say uh, since it started, to, oh, is this, it's a year now. It's more than a year. Yeah, because but, he's been about a year champ. and a half. Yeah, for a long time, long time. For four hundred and eighty whatever days. That's a lot of days, dude. I remember there was one particular day they said four hundred eighty-four days, and I'm like, isn't that how long Punk held it? Yeah, but this is a universal championship, right? Yeah. Like, it's not the WWE championship. It's a different belt. They have different lineages, I believe. Yes, and yes, but allegedly, they have the same status within the company. Do they have the same status? Because I feel like, do you think Vince is doing this, like, thing? Because it's like, you know how... Remember when we were, there was like this thing about WrestleMania and he didn't want to use numbers anymore because it like made it feel like it was old? Yeah. Like, do you think he thinks the WWE Championship is old and like he's trying to build up the Universal Championship? Because like if Roman is his his guy, like if he believed that the WWE Championship was more important, wouldn't he be the WWE Champion instead? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, no disrespect to Big E. I think he's a great champion, but, like, it's just strange, you know? Like, he's the WWE champion, but it doesn't feel as big as being the Universal champion. I think especially in recent memory, the Universal championship has been held longer Um, There have been longer title reigns. Yeah, the because Universal they were title. Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. And, and Roman. So, I... I Goldberg, too. Like, to be honest, as far... Like, from a fan's perspective, I feel like that is something I would want I would want to ask Vince about. If I could ask him, like, one question. It's like, what... It's basically, how is he weighing the uh, respectability of having... A lineage and a legacy and having guys like Hulk Hogan before he was outed as a racist and Andre the Giant, Bruno San Martino holding a title versus this one is shiny and new. Like, what Where? What makes it more um, coveted? Hulk Hogan. <laughs> That's a good question. Because, cause like, a lot of titles, they talk, they talk about the history. Oh, Harley Race, the first man to hold this title, and this and that, and the whole... Like, they always talk about the first. Like, Universal title, you got Finn Balor as the first. Maybe he's trying to erase the curse of that first title run. The Maybe. alleged curse. Because, remember, I, Kevin Owens was the second Universal Championship. And, like, he obviously had it longer than Finn Balor, but... He also got hurt while holding the title. Yeah. He did. I, I, I don't know. I, do you think Vince is superstitious like that? I don't know if it's necessarily a superstition. I think it's wanting to prove something a success by burying its failures. Sure, because like we, what we know, like one of the things we really do know about Vince is that he likes firing people. Yes, especially around the holidays. Mm-hmm. You know, so. <laughs> Merry Christmas to me. Yeah, which is that was an odd thing to do, but okay. Mm. 
Yeah, that's a good question to ask him, I guess. It, it's it's just it's it's a thing I don't understand, and that it's an ideology that it plays out directly on TV with how he treats each title. Yeah, like the U.S. title started in. Uh, well, if not WCW, I uh, might start with Jim Crockett even. Or an NWA. NWA, I think. The original NWA, obviously not the Billy Corgan NWA. Yeah, of course. And that's still around. What, whereas the Intercontinental title has been all Vince. Might have even yeah. started before Vince Jr. You think so? Maybe I think it's it's that it might be that old that it predates Vincent J. When did? Well, we know that the first Intercontinental Champion was Pat Patterson. Yeah, he was right? a Vince J. guy. Let me see. Sure, I guess I you know I I don't know, man. Let me see if I can quickly find where the turnover was from J to K. Because he won it in Brazil, um, Patterson did, that tournament thing that they had. Mm -hmm. I think it was overseas somewhere. There, yeah. <clears throat> okay, Vincent J. established Titan Sports in 1980. Okay, so I guess that is a... That has to predate the 80s. Yeah. Sure. All right. Mystery solved. Cool. That was a. Right. Uh, <laughs> it was like we we each took different paths to find separate information that confirmed what we thought. You know, as long as we get there, does it really matter, right? Exactly. Sure. All right. Is there anything specific you want to discuss that we haven't hit on yet? Uh. Well, I think Tony time is over. I mm. think that's uh. And uh, well, I learned that empty boxes hurt. Uh, they hurt a lot, especially when you wrap them. Well, if if you if you catch someone with the corner of the box, then yeah, definitely. I mean, those boxes are empty, and Riddick Moss, like he died, like <laughs> they hit him with, the, like they threw a box at him, mm -hmm. and he died, like he face planted. It's like I don't. I don't agree with this. You shouldn't have sold that. R.I.P. Um, Madcap Moss, 2021 to 2021. Yeah, man. It, it, it was tragedy. Um, it was something I wanted to mention, and I kind of forgot. And they were just throwing trees around like nothing. Like, if I, I, first of all, I hate, I hate every single Miracle on 34th Street fight. <laughs> I don't like them. Mm -hmm. I think they're dumb. I don't like food fights either. Yeah. But it, it, it is kind of refreshing to see Corbin covered in eggnog, I guess. Always. And they never explained why Mad Cat Moss looked like he was about to puke when he just fir first took that first gulp of eggnog. Unless he just doesn't like the taste and he, they're like, do it anyway. Yeah, might not like the taste or that it's someone pissed in it for a rib. You could have been that. Mm. Um, Where was JBL? Where was JBL? There's other rivers, you know, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we have a new number one contender in Sami Zayn for the Intercontinental Championship. Can't forget to mention that. I knew it was going to be Sami. It's like Ricochet. If you thought 
that it was going to be him, then I I don't know what to tell you. There's something that you need to know about Santa. I don't want to be the one. Hmm. All right? Um, I feel like when it comes to Ricochet's WWE career, I feel like if you're going to name yourself after what most people imagine, like when they hear the word... They just imagine a bullet not hitting its target, but hitting like the wall next to it and bouncing around and not actually hitting anything that matters. You're not going to win a lot of matches. And a disrespect uh, to Monsoor, man. Uh, mm. You know, not a fan of that. That ain't right. You know. Um, I guess you know because it's not, he's not in Saudi Arabia, so yeah, he doesn't have uh, access to superpowers. No, he's too far away. He's too mm-hmm. far away. You got to be, you know, right, right, right up in there. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Uh. It it really sucks that Tony's gone. Um. Uh, Bianca Belair is really strong. Um. I I can't believe like she got her up there. That was she crazy. K- the KOD on Dewdrop was mm-hmm. freaking. Crazy. I didn't mention it last week, but WWE uh, filed to trademark the name Piper Niven, so she might be getting her name back. Oh, hopefully. That would be cool. Because, mm-hmm. like, we've gotten used to saying Dewdrop, but could we not? Yeah. Omos and AJ are done. I don't mm-hmm. know why they're doing that, but okay. I read that they have big plans for both of them in 2022, and they actually kind of rushed this. Uh, um, this breakup so they could have their respective big matches going into the first couple of big pay-per-views. Well, it better not be to have AJ feud with Grayson Waller. Waller. I don't get it, man. Like, why? That guy sucks. I hate him. Mm, that's why. That's yeah. exactly why. <laughs> he's young. He's got a look. I'm not saying it's a good look. I don't know if it's a bad look. It's not a look that I would respect. Um, and he talks about social media all the time and being big on it. And that's what makes WWE money sometimes, somehow. So Vince is like, it's young. It's new. It's fresh. Let's do it. I think Vince just hates him. And he's like, yeah, everybody else will hate him too. <laughs> Let's go. Could be. So... Yeah, hate, I guess. Hate, hate his money. Yeah. Um. I don't know if you saw, but apparently Champa is fighting uh, Pete Dunne at MSG. Uh, it's NXT Championship. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, just to fill in, I guess, because maybe they lost some people. They couldn't fight because of COVID or whatever. Because they ho- got their I, holiday tour going on. I know. I hope it's not going around. Speaking of that, I just watched SmackDown like like two or three hours ago. Um, Me too. They so did you see they advertised there were still tickets available to today tonight's show at MSG. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, dude, it's so true. Like the it's, the the holiday MSG um, WWE show usually sells out early. Yeah, you could get front row even mm-hmm. um, from what I understand. If that's something you're into, you know. S- speaking of front row, did you see hear about that that uh, tool that was kicked out of Dynamite? Oh, because of the sign. Yeah. I don't think he should have been kicked out. I think they should have just, like, maybe if they want, just confiscated the sign. But it's like, I'm with Cornette on this. It's like, you're a, you're, you're a wrestler. Don't sell that it bothers you. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, don't sell that. It's like, so fucking what? Like, we're adults, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Like, come on. I know you might disagree, but I just, like, I don't think that's right. Like, I don't think that he, you know, I don't even know what the sign was, really. I don't remember. I, I have it here. I have it pulled up. I have okay. a, a tab open. It said, and I quote, and it's an arrow pointing to the kid's left. Uh, I don't know if he's if he's pointing at someone he's with or whatever, but it says, Nyla Rose is that guy's dad. Ha! <laughs> ah, that's kind of funny. But it's, it's it, you know, it's messed up. It might hurt your feelings, I guess, but it's like, don't sell it. You could have just had her go down there, tear the thing up, and that's it. And mm-hmm. go about your business. Like, you're wrestlers. You're supposed to be the toughest of the tough. Male, female, doesn't matter. I think that there's a number of ways that this could have been handled. Sure. And yeah. the way they chose to... Like, all right. So, Nyla could have just, you know, taken it upon herself to take the sign and rip it up. And that would have been one thing. Uh, I feel like that would have been cool. But also, that kid could have, like... Maybe gotten some, gotten some positive notoriety because of that. Like he's like, oh look, I'm cool, blah, whatever the hell. I don't know what kids say now. Maybe, but the circle he's in, it's like, good luck, have right. fun. But know? but the, the but the way it played out, it kind of played out as AEW is saying, we're taking a stance, we're making an example, we're not going to tolerate that here. If you're going to express your opinion on that, that publicly. You're out. Mm, so guess. they're they're basically telling anyone seeing it that might have wanted to make a sign like that. They're telling them you're going to get thrown out of our show. You take the sign, you give them a warning. Like you know, that's an expensive seat. That's not right. That's all I'm saying. Like, we do, we don't know his side. We don't know if they offered him his money back. Yeah, you know, it's like it's what I say. You know, assholes buy tickets too. So like, yep. you know what I'm saying. Like, what are we going to do here? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I get it. AEW wants to be like super, super inclusive and friendly and everybody's in a safe space and we're all friends, you know, I'm Mm -hmm. not gonna, you know, shit on that. I just did, but whatever. Um, yeah, you know, well, there there is a still shot of Nyla Rose, like just getting into the ring, not even looking at him, but giving him the finger. There you go. That's Mm -hmm. it. Just go about your business. Like if if, if she's not bothered by it, let's go. Like, I don't know if she is or not. Well, the thing is, her girlfriend, or I'm not going to assume here, but I'm just going to say girlfriend just out of E, uh, you know, to make it easy to understand here, uh, was commenting on Twitter about it. Oh. And um, saying, like, her her mentions were blowing up and everything. Thank you for the support, blah, blah, blah. She said, I guess they're married. She says, my wife is the strongest person I know. And that is, that's where you have the still image of her getting in the ring and giving him the finger. Yeah. All right, whatever. You know how, I, how what my opinion is on this stuff, so I do. You know, nobody likes having their feelings hurt, but I'm not a wrestler. Um, but yeah, I guess uh, she it's Ruby Soho versus whoever. Um, yes. Ruby, 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 Soho. Like on Taz the does. mothership, apparently. TBS, they keep saying it's the mothership. It's why? I feel, I feel like I asked why and you told me and I forgot because it was stupid. It's probably because it's the main channel. Of what? Turner Broadcasting. You know? 
because TNT, TBS, that that's the same company, but TBS is like their main channel. It's sort of like um like what like TNT is like what FX is to Fox. You know what I mean? Okay. If that makes any sense, it's like the parent. You know, it's like the main this main thing. Yeah, I don't know. I don't like it, and I don't care. But I'm just letting you know that's why they call it that. Well, so all right. So so let me ask: Is it just me that I I don't care what companies own what channels, and like to know like what family of channel I'm watching? That like I just watch the show and don't give a shit about the the channel. No, I know, but that's just me making a guess. Like one of them, they're both they're 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 Turner owned, mm-hmm. and TBS is like the first one. And if you heard like what they were saying with Crockett there, mm-hmm. like they're like they were on TBS, like that's where it started. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like where their big time TV deal was with TBS, so mm-hmm. that's probably a big deal to them. You know what I mean. Okay. That's all. Like it's like it's a it's a history thing. I it's think. it's another case of they could have told a little bit more of the story. Yeah, some nerdy shit, you know. Mm. And that's another big giveaway that Cody was gonna win is because that guy was gonna present the winner with the belt. Yeah. It's like, oh, here's your belt. Happy, successful defense. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's not. Yeah, that, that doesn't typically happen. Like w- like when they brought out the trophy for uh, the first time for um, Karoshida's fiftieth win. Like, mm. that's not going to work. Yeah, let's close on what probably was your favorite match. Uh, the main event of, uh, I think it was, yeah, it was regular Dynamite. It was uh, the Sting, your boy. Ah, um, yeah, yeah. CM Punk. And, and Darby Allen. Darby Allen. Versus Look, MJFTR. Yeah, um... I'm sorry, I like CM Punk, but he looks like an asshole with the face paint. Um, it wasn't great. So, and I me, thought Sting was gonna fall over, like shoot, not like the spot where he landed on MJF's nuts. Yeah, um, I'm gonna be honest. I don't remember a whole much about that match. It's been a, I think for everyone, it's been a long damn week. But yeah, you probably remember the MJF landing on his head. Yeah. And I I remember that he said he's okay on social media, in his own way. I'm I'm sure I didn't see the tweet. I saw a headline that said he said he's okay. I and I'm sure he and I said to myself, I'm sure he said something dicky. And I didn't even open the headline. I didn't even open the article. Um, but what what I got out of the that three way face paint thing is it's just like a three way circle jerk. I love CM Punk. Darby Allen has a bright future. And we know how I feel about Sting. The whole thing just just looked like a, a freaking three way circle jerk. Yeah, whereas for most people, it's Sting. He's like it's Sting, you know. I get right. It. I it's get it. Sting. He's still alive. I kind of wish FTR would have won that, but I feel like they wanted to send everybody home happy because of the holidays or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. All righty. Well, I think you know we did good. This you know not a lot. You not a lot really happened. You know. Yeah, and I mean, 46 minutes for a mini-sode is not quite a mini-sode, but it's not a full episode, but we're good. I think we're good. We gave you all a semi, you know? <laughs> a little, little three-quarter. There you go. All right, Rich, do the thing. All righty. Well, if you would like to get in touch with the Basin Bookers, you could do so by emailing basinbookers at gmail.com. 
we're of course on all of the social media we're on uh facebook we got a facebook page basement bookers uh twitter at basement bookers at basement jer at rich the riz instagram basement bookers pod i feel like i'm forgetting something i always make the joke about myspace and i haven't done that for a while but i still feel like i'm missing one oh let's see facebook spotify we'll get uh, we'll get into that as far as where to find the podcast oh okay all right, where to find the podcast? Stitcher, <laughs> iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And Basement Jay's got a parting message. The Batch of Life was scheduled for one fall. Uh, make it count. Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Everything else. And do what the man says. Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy holiday season. Follow the bookers. <laughs> <laughs>